Well, you know that it's going to be all right. I think it's gonna be all right. Everything will always be all right when we go shopping. Well, you know that it's going to be all right when we go shopping. It's always Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. This is the time in the show where we take your questions. So feel free to give us a ring. We'd love to hear from you. Our number is 651-641-1071. You can also reach out uh, by email by going to mytalk1071.com, clicking on the Shop Girls page. You'll find a form there to send us a question. Um, and on the socials, we try to monitor those as well. Lots of channels to manage at Alley Shops and at Harmony Kaplan. Did we have any questions we needed to answer or are we all caught up? I think we are caught up as far as I can remember. Oh, good. I love that. Sure. Um, Okay. Well, we had a few other things we wanted to get to, but first I wanted to just um, acknowledge some just super sad, sad news um, that caught me totally by surprise this week. Yesterday, um, the news that John Charles, a um, long established, beloved um, hairstylist and salon right. owner in the Twin Cities passed away. Martin Patrick three, where John Charles runs Marty's um, the barbershop yeah. there. Um, they did a lovely post this morning about his passing. He was a, a, a regular. I mean, he he was on Shop Girls many times yes. through the years. Yes. Some might remember his salon in Uptown and in Wyzetta. Um, they those closed. The Wyzetta one closed really over the pandemic, but he was just always a, a visionary. Before there were blow dry bars, he introduced blow dry boot camp and became oh, one right. of the first to that. you know to really make that a thing. Um, I think his salon was the first place where I used um, oh what were those uh, fancy kind of brushes that were supposed to make your hair dry faster and look better oh. and be better for the blowout. I mean, he was always ahead. For a time, he stepped away. Do you remember, um, oh my gosh, what was it called where he started his career? Um, it was super, super popular salon in Uptown. He he kind of oh. came of age in the, you know, in the 90s, 80s, 90s. Oh my gosh, what was it called? I can in picture it. I can picture it. It's now restaurants, but it was a salon. Somebody is going to know and can call me um, and tell us. Anyway, um, he for a time stepped away from the salon business mm-hmm. and went and created a concept for Best Buy. That yes. was Best Buy wanted to do this whole well-being concept and he was, he brought the whole salon spa aspect to them the concept didn't work but i mean it was he was sort of ahead of his time what was the thing because he was on with us once where he came in in those um rolling like a rolling ipad thing well that That, was just he was always into gadgets and that wasn't for oh it wasn't for anything it was oh that was just his own toy oh yeah yeah, he came with like a robot that had a photo of himself the idea was he wanted to be in multiple places at the same time and so he could use that can i have that in the salons when he couldn't be there rolling around how freaky there he is on the screen talking to them that was john charles he was always fun he was just the best at you know he, he he was the best at hair color and um customer service 
service, and it's just a really, really sad yeah, loss, sad for loss. his family and for the, and for the Twin Cities. So, really sorry yep. to hear that news. Um, meanwhile, let's turn our attention to some questions. Cindy is on the line with a bathing suit question. Hi, Cindy. Cindy, are you there? Uh oh, I hear her. I hear Cindy? something. Okay. Well, maybe we'll check back with her in a couple minutes. Our number again is 651-641-1071. I hope we didn't if you scare want to call her it. No, she's still there on the line. I don't know. Maybe she's just having a connection issue. So oh. we'll give her a second. Um, and remember, you can always email us and we do our best. If we can't answer it on the show, we try to answer questions throughout the week as well when you um, send them through mytalk1071.com. You can also podcast. You know, you can also get the, the link anytime. Um, Rachel is super fast i feel like sometimes I she's know. got the first hour of the podcast live before we even off the i air. know it's, it's kind amazing. Of amazing all right is cindy cindy had to go okay all right well you know maybe she'll try maybe back she'll That's call fine. back um okay i wanted to if we don't have any other questions right now let's talk jessica simpson i love her comeback well i do too and the funny thing is i was just talking to somebody and I don't know how we got onto the subject. Oh, I guess we were talking about shoes and high heels and tripping and all of that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, and she's I a master of that. related the story from years ago when you interviewed her, when she made a grand entrance and oh, fell. Oh, fell. Fell right on her face. <laughs> I, was, I was interviewing her in the break room at, I want to say it was at Her Burger's. Oh, really? Store. Yes, at Rosedale. Back in the day, her collection was launching. She was doing a big event. There was going to be a fashion show and a signing. And so we were going to chat first, you know, in the break room. And she walked in on these ridiculously high heels and just (laughs) wiped out. But the best part was everybody, you know, it was like her team, the Herbergers team, me, and we all just like, we just every everybody just say. stopped like nobody knew what to do, and so then she started laughing. It was like, oh my god, it's like the third time I've fallen today. <laughs> well, I've always I been feel, a big fan of hers, yeah, but I feel like we haven't heard much about her in a very long time. Right, I don't know that she sings much anymore. No, and I was saying to this friend who we were talking, and I said, you know, she had clothes too, and I said I haven't heard anything about it in ages. Well, and then just like that, I read. Um, that she has just bought back her billion-dollar fashion brand. Yes. Um, I did not know that she did not continue to own it. She and her mom um, were are very involved in this together, and they're very excited. They were talking to People Magazine about their latest collection. She says it's flirtatious, retro, and versatile. Mm. And it's sold on um, H- HSN. Mm-hmm. That's where you find it. Oh, that's is that the only place it's going to be? Uh, as far as I can figure out right now, that is where you can buy it. Hmm. Um, it's called the Jessica Simpson Collection, and there are yeah, she um, is on the cover of this month's Entrepreneur magazine. Oh, is she? Yes, and I have it, and I can't wait to um, to read it. And the the headline is Jessica Simpson was underestimated, and it's made her unstoppable. Well, you know, you remember when she was way back when she was married to Nick Lachey, mm-hmm. and the whole thing when they did that 
um, reality show. Newlyweds. Yeah, and they yeah. did the reality show. And what was the thing about tuna? Oh, she didn't chicken know. Of the sea. She, right, and, she didn't understand yeah. if and it was I mean, tuna or chicken. And she was made fun of by But that's always everyone. been her thing. She was kind of ditzy, but she played it up to the max. And right. she knew exactly what she was doing. And I think she really, you know, she was successful as a singer but she was much more successful as a business oh, person and and i feel like more than a lot she was early to the party as far as launching a true lifestyle line and was really involved and i think yeah. had good instincts and like so many things and again i haven't read the story yet so i don't know exactly what happened but i think it just got so big and then you get urge to sell and yeah. there's big money at stake and she did and it just sort of languishes because when you when it's just a name but it's not the person and it's not the vision right. it doesn't evolve no. and i think she was um, upset it's her name exactly and so she's taking it back it will be really interesting to see how it evolves now well, i remember buying heels like oh, jessica yes, simpson shoes. i don't remember yeah. the clothes as much as i do the shoes yeah and in one of the pictures it shows her in one of her very she calls them feminine dresses airy separates feel good colors but she has a pair of shoes on that not that i could wear them anymore but they're just the coolest did you see these ali it's a high heel sandal um and it has kind of almost a snake look that goes around your foot from the toes across the toes and then it snakes up one side hmm. and they, they're really cool but the dress itself she that she's wearing in this picture she said sold 16 thousand dresses wow and they're counting she posted a picture jessica simpson posted a picture of herself on instagram to celebrate the cover on entrepreneur magazine and she said let them underestimate you quite possibly my most meaningful cover headline to date thank you entrepreneur um and she thanks the the deputy editor francis dodds for giving me the platform to share my jessica simpson style story and seeing me for who i am yeah, I mean, it's kind of... Go, amazing. Jessica. And she also, remember, there was a time when she had gained weight and they made this whole thing about that, too, Oh, my God, she just, was, oh, was cracked and was like, every day, yes. it was like, what is Jessica Simpson wearing? Yes, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. It was horrible. And she now is certainly not heavy at well, all. But that doesn't matter. Great. I mean, that no, is just... No, but I mean, it was they, they made such a thing of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's talked very openly about issues that she's had and all, but, you know... Obviously, she's, she's married to a former baseball player now or football player, football, 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 football not baseball. Football, yeah. Sorry, Eric Johnson. Yeah. They've been married a long time. They've got do they have three kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, wow. go Jessica. Exactly. Yeah. I look forward to, to seeing more. Um, the okay. other the other big news, because I know that you worry about these things are who the um, Met Gala, excuse me, <clears throat> the Met Gala hosts will be every year. And you know, the Met Gala is actually coming up early May. Mm-hmm. Um, and the honorary hosts will be Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively mm. and Lin-Manuel Miranda mm. and um, Regina. I always get mixed up between Regina King. And a winter and, picks them every year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regina King. Mm-hmm. There's also Regina Hall. Regina Hall is the one who's doing the Oscars along with Wanda Sykes and Amy Schumer. Wow. Which should be very interesting. It's That's coming up Regina's. March 27th. Okay, awards season. It's back and yeah. in full effect. Okay, so that's the Met Gala. That'll be interesting. Yes. I'm sure Blake Lively will have some have a great... Do we know what the theme is? Yes, the theme is, uh, in America, an anthology of fashion. Oh, dear. That's Whatever. pretty broad. I think that was the idea. Okay. Yeah.
All right. Well, get working on that if you have a ticket to the Met Gala. Um, <laughs> I'll do for that. For the right rest away. of us, stay tuned. The tech report is coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. The sun is shining, it's warming up. Spring is in the air. I didn't wear a coat today. Really? Yes. Bold move. I thought so. <laughs> bold move. But what we really want to know is what bold moves are you making in technology? It is time mm. for the tech report. The internet is, is a series of tubes. tubes. Time once again for Harmony's tech report. I want to start with something that I just I, I read and I thought was so inspiring. Um, it just made me feel good because there's not a lot of happy news out there right now. And two Harvard freshmen have done something to help. Um, They were inspired by the refugee crisis going on in Europe. And they created a way to help the people who are fleeing Ukraine and need to find housing. A young man named Avi Schiffman and another, his friend Marco Burstein, created an app called Ukraine Take Shelter. After they had been watching all these millions of Ukrainians being forced to leave their homes, and uh, Schiffman said, I have skills to make websites and apps and all that kind of stuff. And I have a big public following on social media. So I felt I could combine the two and really make something like a direct, practical, useful tool for the people in Ukraine. So he called his friend, Marco, who is also a web developer. And these these are both freshmen mm-hmm. at Harvard. And they stayed up all night, he said, working on the website, and they made it in just a few days. And their goal was, they, he said, was to make something easy to use. So if you're a refugee, you don't, obviously don't have time to start scrolling through pages and all of that um, to find help. So this has a really simple process. The users enter the nearest city, and they can instantly see who's offering shelter for hmm. refugees. And he said they've had so many success stories from the ref the refugees that have found sanctuary. Yeah. Um he said he's just really proud that they've been able to do this and if you want to learn more about it you can go to Ukraine take shelter. But I thought that was a really nice feel good story yeah. and helpful um for so many. Mm-hmm. Um we know on a very different note that Apple you know, had their meeting or, you know, where they introduced supposedly their new features and all of that. Have you updated to iOS 15.4 yet on your phone? I don't know. Well, you better. Okay. And on your iPad also to 15.4. And there's some new features and, and tweaks. Um, it, this one article I was reading said that, you know, they had been talking about making it so that your facial ID could work with masks on. Mm. And they said, you know, now it might not be necessary. I would like to think it won't, but then you read about the new variants coming, so it's probably still a good thing that they have done this. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, you've got to have a newer iPhone. It only works on the uh, 12 or newer. But if you've set up your face uh, face ID a long time ago, you will be able to enroll in the face ID again once you've installed the update. So that's why you need that. Um, your phone can get a better look at your eyes and the space around them. So if you're 
opting to use this while masked, it'll still it should still be able to recognize you. Um, for some reason, it can recognize any kind of unique features you have around your eyes. And once you've made it through the setup process, then it will work just the same way it does if you're unmasked. Hmm. So um, it obviously is more accurate and can look at your whole face, but it, it does work. So, and they also said that if you're wearing beanies or, you know, sunglasses and things like that, it's not as easy. Mm -hmm. They, they can't, but regular glasses are fine. Yeah. So um, that is happening with that. Another thing that they've done is they've got a universal control, and that's a feature that lets you control multiple Apple devices at once. So they've been talking about this for a long time, but um, they were supposed to launch it last year, but they didn't quite get around to it. So if you're working on a Mac and your iPad is propped up next to it, yeah. you can have both of them running if they're on the latest software, mm-hmm. and you can move your mouse's cursor between the screens so you can have more files open and copy and paste more easily wow so that's cool yeah so the simplest way of course to connect them is with the usb cable um and getting you know the devices to talk to each other is pretty straightforward so um you have to just make sure this is important you have to make sure you're signed into the same icloud account and have bluetooth and wi-fi and handoff enabled so that's um, something else that, that you can do with that. And the other thing that they've done, if you really can't stand this Siri's... This is all still Apple. This is they, all Apple. Okay. Yeah, these are all these tweaks. Yeah. So if you just can't stand Siri's voice, yeah. um, they have got new algorithms, and you actually, the newest voice option is American Siri Voice 5, and it is... A gender neutral voice. It's not distinctly male or female. I want to hear that. So yeah. So if you want that, you have can you listened? That pardon me. Have you have you checked it no, out? No, I haven't yet. And the other thing they've added in this uh, latest system is new emojis. Dozens of new emojis for the iPhone and iPads, including a saluting gesture, a bitten lip, and some beans. I don't want to talk about that. I don't. So anyway, that's just the other thing that everybody's talking about. It really doesn't affect me. I don't think it affects you, but obviously it does affect a lot of people. This week, Netflix announced they're going to test uh, preempting some people who share accounts outside of the immediate household and basically make them pay extra to oh. keep doing this. Um, people have been doing this a lot. Lots of people do that. And they do. And as a result, um, this is not a good thing for them. They're not making so much money. So they're they're testing it now for a limited time to subscribers in Chile, um, Costa Rica, and Peru. Mm. But chances are it will, you know, move on. Um Netflix would not provide specifics um, on any plan to expand the test, but they did say that you know there's an awful lot of people that are doing this and they're losing Clean money because subs- of it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You it's gotta not be honest about also these things, you know. Cheap, like they're not making enough money. Jeez. Yes, not. They are keep you, raising the price. When we get back, so excited to talk to Katie Kath from J Kath Design. That's next. Interior design advice on Shop Girls.
Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, if you're not in the midst of a home renovation project, you're probably dreaming of one. I mean, I feel like the minute you stop, you're you're already thinking about the next, the next thing. We all project. have something we want to do, and we all wonder because it's overwhelming to plan it and to make all the decisions. We need help. You need help. We all. We all. We need help. We need advice. And so we thought today, let's ask an actual expert. We need an expert. Expert. Time now for the shop girls to ask. She really knows what she's talking about. She knows everything. Everything. An actual expert. Hear that? We got an expert here. So I've been following and liking and drooling over jcath designs instagram feed for a very long time i am so delighted to welcome katie kath to the show hi katie hi so thank thank you guys for having me how fun oh my gosh we're so glad to have you your work pops up everywhere lately and including in minneapolis uh st paul magazine's home and design and love to follow yeah. you and what you're doing it's just all it's so it's so clean and it's so inviting and it feels like you guys are everywhere so tell us first of all what would you say is the number one request you're getting right now what are people what are people remodeling what do they want to do to their homes oh part of have a number one but definitely in the top request and it still always remains main floor renovation kitchen it's usually a kitchen plus so kitchen plus mudroom kitchen plus powder kitchen maybe plus taking down a wall to create an open um, floor plan mm-hmm. uh, but yeah it, the kitchen is really the heart of where where we are and right. quite frankly if um we own our own custom cabinet custom cabinetry shop as well so if we're not getting inquiries that allow us to do what we really love to do which is custom cabinetry it's probably not a fit for our company mm. So um, anybody that might be looking for maybe a bathroom or a three-season porch or something like outside of a main living area, it's probably not where we're spending our time. Got it. Um, but the kitchen is still a big one. Yeah, of course it is. And yeah. are, what about adding workspaces and office? And I mean, the kitchen was already the center of what we did, and then we all started doing more work there. So now what are people doing? Yeah, I think it's just thinking about reusing existing space, right? If people are willing to give up the guest room or... The mother-in-law suite or even toy rooms, um, even reinventing unused square feet. So we've done a few attic renovations, finished those out to create maybe a new owner suite or um, and even exercise spaces to not only work from home, but people are looking for have been for the last mm. few years sure. looking for ways to exercise at home, too. Sure. Do you find do people come to you more with preset ideas of what they want to do or are they looking to you to just they know they want to do something, but. They don't know how, they don't have a clue how to start. Yeah, so that's a great question. It's really evolved. I would say, you know, five, six, seven years or so ago, our clients were definitely um, already knew what they wanted. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of Pinterest, and we still get some of that. Oh. But it, I think it's just been some recognition of brand awareness and developing a name within our community. And of course, Instagram has been super helpful for our business. We have more and more clients coming to us now that are have this immediate built-in trust for what we do and what we can bring to the That's table great. and our ideas and our creative energy in the onset. It's always a collaborative process, regardless of you know how we get there. But 
We're definitely um, exercising a lot more creative freedom, which is really fun. That's so interesting. And I think that's so true that, I mean, Instagram is for your business. When you're in the interior design business, it's just such an amazing platform to show people exactly what you do and what you like. But then is there also that danger of like you don't want every project to look the same? So how do you make sure it's within your lane, but it's true to the client and that it continues evolving? Well, so our clients, I also think, are still pretty design savvy and they're sophisticated, right? Because they have the same access that we do for inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's a like-minded set, too, with our, our clients. So even though they might be giving us some more creative freedom, they, they're still pushing the envelope for us a little bit. And um, surprisingly, we haven't had anyone say, you know, we want your Drew Avenue house or your <laughs> um, you know, Deep Haven Drive. They're not really replicating an entire project. It might be one or two components. They get ideas. Maybe a countertop or a light fixture that we repeat, but we've been pretty fortunate. Really? Because I would just like your house, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she has an extra room for you, Alex. (laughs) I mean, what was that like for you and your husband? You worked together, you built your dream house, you chronicled the the whole project, and you've got pictures on your website. What was that like for you? It was really hard. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Why? It but you're really still hard. together, a, right? <laughs> we are. We Good. survived. Um, but it was real touch and go. It was hard. It was in the middle of the pandemic. Work was stressful. You know, retaining staff and figuring out who's. You know, can we keep everyone on? And all of a sudden, it exploded with, "Well, wait a minute. And not only can we keep all of our employees, but now we need more." Hmm. Um, and as we all know, hiring has been a huge challenge. Sure. Um, and th- it's not necessarily getting any easier. Um, and then, of course, in the midst of all that, we thought, well, let's just take on the most stressful project <laughs> with three teenagers and a dog. And oh. yeah, so it worked out. We, of course, were thankful. We we would probably do a few things differently if we had to do it again. But I also said, I'm never, ever doing this again. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't believe you. You'll totally do. do it again. Did you do the whole it's thing? It's hot blood. <laughs> Yeah, I we I love I love doing it for clients. The client part of what we do is so fun, but but then you can um, go home. <laughs> I can go home. Yes, I yeah. don't have to stress about my own decisions, and um, I am a pretty um, quick decision maker. But it was hard. It was yeah. hard in my own space when the deadlines were real, right? And I didn't have uh, a designer or somebody that you know our t- the work we provide for our clients. I didn't have that. I didn't have a. I mean, of course, within my own team, but they were busy working on client work, so I couldn't, you know, could only redirect them so many times to my own house. Sure. We've talked a few times recently to people in the field who are noting the the shift away from grays back to more like beiges and warm colors. And yet I feel like, you know, you look on Instagram, you look on a lot of your projects. I mean, it's all been white and grays for so long. How are you feeling about it? Are you ready for a change? Yeah, we, we've seen a shift a while ago as well. And I don't know that this is a industry or professional term, but at least internally, we call it the new neutral. Mm-hmm. So we um, have a lot of clients where it might be a pastel. The, the kitchen that was just published in MSP Mag is um, a really pretty woodlawn blue cabinetry throughout the entire kitchen, mm-hmm. paired with a high contrast of that warm um, walnut island. And so it's the new neutral, be it a soft, pretty pastel, or even that neutral could be a really bold statement. So we're doing a lot of black, mm-hmm. not really navy. I think kind of navy and gray. We're in, in that kitchens? trend that we're seeing or, go. Are, are you talking about in kitchens or just throughout the house? Uh, well, pretty much throughout the house. I mean, in terms of actual kitchens for certain, yes. Yeah. Um, and I would say even throughout the house, yeah. I mean, we're 
we haven't put gray on anyone's walls in probably at least two years. Wow. Um, yeah, so we do a lot of, you know, off-white, uh, Benjamin Moore Dove Wing is our go-to um, neutral, and that's color. It's probably the number one question they answer on Instagram. Yep, <laughs> ben, say that again, just for just to make sure everyone gets that down. Benjamin Moore. Yep, Benjamin Moore Dove Wing. Dove, Dove Wing. And why, because there are so many millions of whites, why do you like that one? Well, it's it's an off-white, so it can definitely take on a little bit of a taupe undertone, especially um, once the sun sets and you have artificial lighting in your home. That's a really creamy off-white, but it doesn't take on a yellow tone. It doesn't look gray. Um, it just is a really pretty off-white, and then paired against, typically we're still enameling, you know, a brighter white trim or base or casing. Uh-huh. So those two colors will align, right? They They coexist with each other, so it can be really pretty to pop that with an actual bright white. Hmm. base or crown molding in the room okay but kathy are are normal people kate i'm sorry kate are are normal people aware of that you know like when you say when the sun sets yeah nor like me that you know (laughs) that when the sun sets and the color's different and all i do do they really realize that or is it just that you're able to explain to them that this is the color that would look the best yeah you're right i I don't think it's uh, common knowledge that, you know, and your colors will take on a different tone throughout the day. We, um, we stress now wall color. We can DIY that a little bit, right? As a homeowner, you can go to the paint store. Although if you have been to the paint store, you've probably learned that they're not giving up samples as readily as they used to, or oh. even selling samples as readily as they used to, because there's been a huge paint shortage. Oh my oh, gosh. Goodness. I did not realize so that. It's been really challenging, but there are ways you can go online to different websites and buy, uh, a 10 by 10 paint swatch sampleize is a great program that we use and it's a peel and stick. So you can put different, you know, stick different um, samples on your wall. And we tell people to live with that, right. During the different times of day, oh. come, even seasonally mm-hmm. that you guys has been the most surprising thing living in our home for the last year is hitting the different seasons in our seasons in our home for the first time. Huh. Um, Cause we didn't live here before we built this house. And so to see that the sun shift and how the colors and textures change throughout the year of course um yeah i mean yeah, then cabinetry is a little bit different in your sure. kitchen because it's a lacquer finish so you you can't really you almost have to go to a professional or your cabinet team to get a lacquer sample of your cabinet which we do and we would encourage anyone doing a renovation to do that so they can also put that lacquer cabinet sample in their home and live with that right for different times throughout the day to see how that paint changes color that makes sense. good advice so before we let you go katie um what would you say if you're gearing up for a project maybe you're just starting to think about it what would you say are key steps that people should do before they talk to someone like you should we make a pinterest board what what should we know yeah so again another great question we've written a few blog posts on this i think the number one thing about one the number one place to start is to think about when, when should you start planning for a renovation? And I would say right now, 12 months at least, that's a good time to start oh. not only thinking about, but actually starting to take action. And no different than any other big decision you make in life, be it a graduation, a wedding, maybe selling your home, you sort of create your team, right? You surround yourself with, um, is it a designer, a builder, an architect? Um, Pinterest or Instagram can be another way that you're sort of building that team. Mm-hmm. Putting everything together, start making the connections, talking to people, and realizing that it could be several weeks to months before you've got that team compiled. We yeah. do a little bit of all that in one house with our business, but not everyone does. 
Um, and then help, having that team help guide you on what comes first. That's another big question we get. What do we do first? Do we have you guys come out and give us a bid? Do we have right. an architect? Do we bring in a designer? And what's the answer? Um, well, it depends on the scale of the project. So if it's if it's kind of a remodel in place where we're not doing a lot of engineering or um, architecture or taking down walls, um, we could be we should be one of your first calls. Mm. If it's a big project and we're taking off the back of your home and it's a two story addition, you need an architect because yeah, there isn't yeah. a builder in town that could give you accurate pricing without understanding the sure. scope and, of that project. And then of course the other thing we need to do is just count our pennies. Well, yeah, but, uh, but I, <laughs> that's true. Lots and lots of pennies. But I also think you probably have to see who you feel comfortable working with, too. Of you course. probably have, yeah. to, have to interview, you know, it's sort of an interview process of who you can be comfortable in, in doing this big project. Yeah, it's trust. Who do you trust in your home? Who do you yeah. trust to let your dog out? Maybe be there when the kids are coming home from school. It's, oh, yeah, it's a big decision. You offer those services wow. too? Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Can we yeah, do that wow. without the remodeling? <laughs> Amazing. Well, well I should be careful with what I say. <laughs> there's tons of great info. Uh, look at the blog on JCath and look at all the, the photos in the portfolio. It's JCath Build and Home and Design. Katie Kath, so great to connect with you and have you on the show. And uh, we'll keep following along. Terrific. Thanks, you guys. Have a good day. You, you too. too. We will be back to wrap up the show right after this. Yeah. And, you know, I think this is really interesting, Ellie, because first of all, you know how they made a thing? We talked a few months ago about how they revamped the store and made it look different and all, and I haven't noticed that. Um, I mean, they've got some cute things, but I mean, I haven't noticed this big change they talked about. But now they also are introducing two new categories, which kind of surprised me. And I guess I haven't been in uh, one for a while, so I haven't seen it. They have BR Baby and BR Athletics. So they, they, they're they saying that they're drawing upon their legacy of safari-inspired style, which I, is what I keep looking for, but I haven't seen it. Um, but in their baby line... They have, they say, this sort of adventure look, and they've got uh, pieces that feature um, playful animal prints and fantastical maps, palm trees, and things like that. They're also more committed to a gender-inclusive line. They've got a 40-piece collection um, of baby uh, gear. These are just online. Do we know? Uh, they are actually in store and online. Okay, so here's the thing I would say. Don't be confused. Their idea of athletics is not, it's not like leggings. Do you know what I thought when I looked at it? I thought they're copying Ralph Lauren. Yeah. Even their ads looked like Ralph Lauren ads. This is a weird direction for that. I don't really understand It's a retro athletic style. Well, I mean, Tori Birch did something like this, too. Yeah, but I mean, these are, you know, this is a look. This is a fashion look. These are preppy, you know, cricket um, style blazers and sweaters. Um, They've got. You know, hidden details on them, patchworks and and gold buttons, and they're they also have been. They just landed in stores and online the 16th of March. So they're all there now. I guess I understand why they want to give it a new name because it doesn't look like Banana Republic. But I just think that calling it BR Athletics is going to be confusing to consumers. Well, when I first saw the article and I thought that obviously it was workout wear. My first thought And it is not. But then, as I say, when you look at the pictures that go along with it, I thought it was right out of Ralph Lauren. 
Yeah, so, it's it's kind of interesting. I don't know if it's gonna. I'm curious. Is this what people want? Take to off wear? or not? I maybe in certain areas. I don't see it At here. Country clubs. I yeah, don't know. I, I mean, golf people who like golf and tennis. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. It'll well, be interesting. I don't see the baby stuff on there. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. yeah. I did see some of it on there, and it, that there were some cute things there, and they've got the clothes and blankets and all of that kind of thing as well. Oh, the baby stuff is cute. Well, baby stuff is cute. cute. Hats. Oh my gosh, yeah. everything is adorable. <laughs> you think the babies come with it? <gasps> oh wow, cute. they do have a lot of matching. You know, for people who, uh, especially these days, I feel like people are always looking for those matching outfits. You know, for their, for their like kids? holiday photos oh, or yeah, whatever. For, there right. are a lot of like matching sweaters so that you could for dress up mom and, and dad. Yeah. Oh yeah, just like the cute. jammies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super well, that, cute. That could okay. be kind of cute. So, are you watching this new um, denim documentary this week? It's weekend? called Riveted. And it's on PBS. I haven't seen it, but it does sound kind of interesting. It's a whole take on jeans and how they have become, you know, a major part of everybody's life. Um, the the producers and I'll say the jeans are a perfect quintessentially American item through which we examine the complex story of America. And it is kind of interesting. They go into the whole thing about how the, um, how it was dyed into different colors and how it came about in terms of labor and leisure in the thirties. And, you know, obviously dude ranches and cowboys, you know, it became their, Mm-hmm. Look, but do we want to watch this as a documentary? I guess that's well, my question. Not if there's other things on to watch, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but you know, some people might be interested. I mean, it is the quintessential American um, garment. Apparently. That is true. That is and so th- true. This is the oh, most interesting wait, part. Come on, you left us hanging. Get back to it. We've got just a couple oh, minutes my left. Made Your well. made well jeans. Yes. What okay. happened? Okay. So first of all, after they had told me that the Southdale store was staying open, mm-hmm. um, but they wouldn't really, they just kept saying it is open. So I went to the Southdale store mm-hmm. and she, the girl there was more open and honest and said, yeah, we don't understand it either. Oh, but, funny. Uh, yeah, but they are open. Um, but this pair of jeans that I got, which is a, the loose fit and elastic waist, they don't carry in the store. You can only get them online. Mm-hmm. They have a similar one in the store with belt loops. Um, Anyway, they sent them to me because I yeah. that's the only way I could get them. And they're comfortable. I try I haven't worn them yet. I just tried them on. They're comfortable. It takes a little adjusting to you know, for the eye to not feel like, oh, are these just silly looking baggy pants? Yeah, they might be. Oh <laughs> <laughs> What's the style name? Do you know? Oh goodness. But they're just they're elastic. I they're like joggers. They're ninety eight dollars. Okay. But I got birthday and insider discount mm-hmm. brought it down to like 53 that's the way to do Good it to be an insider all right well keep us posted if the eye adjusts okay we better do a couple quick steals and deals well in and 
anticipation of her big move and opening her new store in St. Paul, Larissa Loden Jewelry is doing a garage sale this weekend at the uh, Northrop King building at their old studio. Um, 25 off when you spend 100. Lots of things will be up to 60% off from last season's. Um, 10% off when you spend 50 and on and on. It gets better as it goes. So that's a good one this weekend. Check it out. Um, MSPMag.com, the calendar, has other events. Also, JohnAppeliquin.com does a great job of summing up events yep, for the week. Absolutely. So check it out. Have a fantastic weekend, everybody. Enjoy the sun.